Where is she? All the way from Australia. There she is. What's going on, champ? Hey, uh, so it's Ari, but funny enough, Ari. In, so I'm from the UK originally. So I live in, like, I'm from the UK originally, but I live in Australia, and Australians tend to call me Ari. So it can go either way. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, no worries. So actually, do you know what? You were speaking, and I thought, I'm sure she lives in Australia. You've got to look a bit of an English twang. Does that make sense? It's like a, a weird hybrid. Um, you know, like you, get, you, know, you get like uh, electric and like petrol cars. Like that's me, but as an accent. <laughs> that's so much. Well, cool analogy. The, uh, the the electric petrol car. Ari, love that. Love that behaviour. So, what, thank you so much, by the way, for doing this. This is so cool because I think it's so so important to understand what the fudge ADHD is. Literally, ADHD entrepreneur. Amazing to have you here today. What is it? What what is it? If there was a little six-year-old boy that came up to you and just heard this, what would you say to them? Sure. So I think there's two things there. The most important thing um, for any, especially kids, because it's just such a delicate age. And one of the, the major things with ADHD is that, I always get this number wrong because it's off the top of my head. But one of the major things is that um, children like under a certain age, I think it's eight, get something like 20 to 40,000 more negative messages um, if they have ADHD than if they don't. So um, a lot of that for if there is, you know, like you said, a six-year-old that's been diagnosed is actually just really about strength-based reinforcement. So really positive um, words, building their confidence and like really building their self-worth because um, as I'm sure you know, you know, you work with young people that, um stuff like that happens to us at, at a young age really affects us into adulthood and, and you see it all the time when you speak to people with adhd they have been told repeatedly that um not going to reach their potential or they're not too much or they're not enough and that's really traumatizing in the long run and subconsciously we then take that into adulthood and believe those things about ourselves and have this really intense inner critic so if you are a parent or a teacher or an adult with any responsibility over a child with ADHD, please make them feel heard and loved and understood. That's absolutely powerful. Oh. By the way, you've got so much love from people watching this now, and I completely agree. I wish I had a, I wish I had a hard button to press. I don't, but I'm pressing it now in my mind. There we go, because that was absolutely phenomenal. Because essentially <laughs> every single child is after a connection with a <laughs> and I think that's so so amazing what you've said. Just saying, it doesn't, and and like, to be honest, I know I'm focused. I keep losing you here. Oh, hang on, hang on. A bit of a well, we are speaking the other side of the world. I can hear that. Yeah, there we well, go. I think that's a bit better. I can hear your voice, but it's all out of time. But that's all I need is your voice. Oh. So that's all I need. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, there we go. So, yeah, we don't need my face. It's absolutely fine. Um, yeah, so I know we're talking about ADHD today. Essentially, though, every single child, no matter what the ailment or the label or whatever you want to call it, they do need nurturing. They do need love. And I think you've absolutely nailed that just there in particular because I want to get, I want to get the, the stigma removed so people with ADHD can't settle down and they're all active and they're jumping on tables and running around everywhere. But it's not that. It's deeper than that. So I don't suppose you could 
from your point of view, because you've obviously lived it, you are living it, you're doing an amazing thing, helping business people and entrepreneurs excel in the business space, which is amazing. And I love what you said, that it just goes through into adulthood. Dr. Yeah. Bruce, you know, the imprint phase from 0 to 7, what you're learning there, your brain's going through theta brainwaves. So what you pick up there, whether it's you're not enough, you're too high energy, you can't settle down, you're rubbish, you're an idiot, that will go through later on in life. And we hear those because essentially we're operating with it as a, lower, as, a, as a young child as we get older. So it's not all those things. It's not the people that just can't settle down and just chill out and, and are wired in the classroom. So yeah. what, what is it and what signs do, can, an, can an adult look out for, if you know? Yeah, well, first of all, I think it's important as well. Um, part of the, 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 that stigma and, and the understanding of ADHD is that it's that, um, you know, when people think of ADHD, they think of that hyperactive little boy who is all, yeah. over, the, all over the place in class. When in actual fact, um, ADHD presents differently in everybody. And there's more than one category too. So there's the hyperactive kind, which is the one that everybody tends to think of. Then there's the um, inattentive kind, which is um, more of like an aspect of daydreaming. So that hyperactivity is more in the mind. Um, and then there's the combined, which is what I have, which is a fun mixture of the two. <laughs> well, you're a Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm definitely the hyperactive type, definitely an attentive type. So first of all, it's really important to um, to say the differences between those. And one of the reasons is, is and this isn't across the board, but in women, especially the inattentive type tends to be more predominant. So what happens is, is they end up getting diagnosed later in life because they're not that stereotypical, um, like depiction of, of what ADHD is, right? And um, in terms of even, so even the name that like, there's just such a crazy, like crazy misunderstanding even in the name. So the name is Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. Um, and even in that, right, so attention deficit. So ADHD actually isn't um, not being able to pay attention. What it is is a problem with regulating, not just attention, by the way, but a lot of things. So essentially what that means is um, an ADHD brain just requires a different set of stimulus, different motivators to keep that attention than somebody who doesn't have ADHD. And the thing is that's really interesting is when those motivators are there, people with ADHD can focus for far longer than those without ADHD. And that's a characteristic of ADHD called hyperfocus, um, which if you have ADHD, you'll know about. And it's where you intensely, intensely, it's all you think about, it's all you focus on, um, whether like whether it's to your detriment. And I mean, like when I say focus, I don't just mean like flow state. I mean like, you'll forget to use the bathroom or eat all day or sleep. Like it is insane. You see it a lot with young children with like video games and adults with passions, right? Which is why ADHD and entrepreneurship goes well, because obviously 12 to 14 hour days on what you care about. Great. Um, but the problem comes when um, those stimulus to get that attention aren't there. So the problem is for young kids, especially in school is that those things are, <laughs> novelty which you know is not much novelty in a eight hour school day um and then like passion things that you enjoy again not much of that in a school day um for some people it's it's challenge um so 
and this isn't across the board, but there's many people with ADHD that are very competitive, myself included. Like, I have a phrase, hustle with love. Like, I still want to win, but I still love everybody. <laughs> um, and then the final one is deadlines. And that's stress-induced. So we sort of try and, like, we want to avoid that with kids. But it's, it's inevitable, right? So you'll see, uh, especially as ADHD um, young people become teenagers, when that deadline approaches, they'll do as much work in the day before as everybody else did in the month before and still get it in on time and do okay, right? So it's really difficult to, to um, set that up in the education system, but it's also not even taken into account because the assumption is that there's a deficit or a lack of attention anyway, and there isn't that balance between the two. You've just blown my mind. <laughs> Genuinely. I'm glad. No, you have. I've done my own research, but to hear it from you and the way you articulated that was phenomenal because every single word that you said just there, I was reflecting on me. Because that was me. The last minute dot com. <laughs> but when but but when I'm when I'm focused on something, with there's been um risk of being personal right now, but in my relationship, honestly, Harry, I'm I'm like this. Towards like ten o'clock, eleven o'clock. You coming to bed? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I love what I do. You know what I love what I do. I'm up at five o'clock in the morning to speak to you to help as many people out as possible, especially young people. And it's just I get a few dod dod few dodgy looks, but a it doesn't. I don't really care. B I just need to be probably a bit more respectable of other people's time and other people in the house. Let's say. Um, it, it's because I love what I do. I'm so passionate. I want to grow it. I'm just so hyper-focused. And you don't see that side of the coin. I tell you what, I think a stigma is a young boy running around jumping on tables. It's a shame. Mm -hmm. It needs to be deleted. You've hit the nail on the head. You really have. That is, the, that is what everybody everybody thinks of. And like, it's what I thought of. So, and even for me, and the reason um, I was excited to talk to you and I'm so passionate about, especially young ADHDs, is I was assessed for ADHD at 10 years old <clears throat> and told, my parents were told that I was too intelligent to have ADHD. So I was misdiagnosed. So I wasn't diagnosed till an adult because there was that misunderstanding. This was, we're going back, you know, 20 odd years. Um, but there was that misunderstanding at the time that there was a connection between ADHD and intelligence. Now, if I had been diagnosed at that time, I'd imagine <laughs> my teenage years and my early adulthood would have been a lot easier. I would have been, you know, potentially on the right medications, getting the right therapy. But instead, I ended up internalizing, well, I don't have that. So it's me. I'm a problem. I'm a problem child. I, you know, I'm creating problems. And like, I don't hold on. I don't have any resentment about that. I like, as you, you know, you've seen my Instagram. Like, I, first of all, I love, I love having ADHD. I think there's huge benefits. And second of all, like, I just don't have time. Like, if I, you know, if I was to be resentful about that now, I would just be wasting more time not knowing. But now I'd like I'm in a power position because I understand my brain. Um, and it's just so important. And, and it still happens today because, uh, and not just the women, like across the board, um, because like schools don't understand it properly. Um, parents don't understand it properly. So they don't look out for um, the, you know, the more subtle signs of ADHD um, or the inattentive type. And, there's, and now we are, you know, we're fighting a new battle in the fact that because diagnosis is on the rise, um, now the, the new stigma is that it's overdiagnosed. When in actual fact, um, and this is just my opinion, what I would assume is, is that there's just more information. Like we live in a social media world. Like you came across me because I'm an ADHD account. 
and I'm educating people on ADHD and they see that and they go, oh, okay, that kind of reminds me of me. So there's this mass awareness that's being built that is leading into more diagnosis, plus a lockdown. <laughs> ADHD people, you want to see ADHD come out when we're not allowed to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. um, but unfortunately, as the media likes to do and the internet likes to do, now it's like, oh, everyone's got ADHD nowadays and blah, blah, blah. So now there's shame on top of everything else around getting diagnosis, which is just so terrible. And it just like destroys my heart. So we've got to yeah. change that. A hundred percent. I just, I just want to acknowledge the audience that are listening now. You, you're getting so many comments from the fairy um, god nanny and and Gina and Agna, and it's amazing. And it's just so interesting to hear their perspectives. And and you know what? They're all bespoke and they're all different because every single child is different. And I think that's cool. And I, I, I love the way that you're that you meant. I forgot to pick up on this, but but the name deficit. You are a deficit, apparently. You are lacking, yeah. You're something. It, it, it's farcical. It, blows, it absolutely blows my mind. It might need a bit of a rejig, and as soon as someone hears that, they just think, deficit? I'm, I've got a disorder. I'm different. I'm wrong. I'm not normal. And when the, if that is presented to me, I say, yeah, you're a weirdo, mate. Yeah. On purpose. And I say, do you know why? Because weirdos change the world. Look at me. I should be a teacher, and I love teachers. There's nothing wrong with being a teacher. But I should be a teacher um, in a PE or science, and I should be in school. Should be getting ready for school now, actually. Um, but I'm a weirdo because I'm fitting in with the system, so I'm breaking out of that. And I would like to thank my ADHD for that, for having that audacity and that thought just to break out and get to that really pain point of just upsetness to think to leave. And I want to help as many kids understand their own version of themselves, um, not treating the label as such, but treating the child. Um, but again, making them accountable. Um, that I have, I've got a bit of a question though, Ari, actually. You know, sometimes when a child hears that, that they've been diagnosed and, and they get that, and then they get kind of, oh, I don't know, the blanket, this is what it is. It means you've got high energy and you can't settle down and you get distracted really easily and you, you, you cause trouble in class. When a child hears those things, which is not fair for the child, first of all, uh, they tend to act upon it, play up to it. Some do, not everybody, but they say, well, I've got ADHD, so I'm, I'm, I must be doing this. I'm gonna, I've, I've almost got been given permission to do this. Um, what, what, how, first of all, how might you explain it to a child um, so parents can use your words to, or, you know, because then the doctor might do it wrong, even though they are professional. But how could you use, how could parents use your words to help a child understand that that label and, yeah sure i'm not sure. yeah well so you know full transparency i don't have i don't have a kid um so um i just want to say to anyone that does have a kid um you don't need to take my word as gospel on this um i can't even imagine what it's like to raise a child so like full transparency on that however um i understand what you mean and and that like playing up to the idea um, and my first thing to that would be like kids will be like kids will be kids, um, and <laughs> even with ADHD in itself, like it's an, an you know it's a novelty. It's that motivation we talked about, right? So at first, it you know it could even be a case of them just being like, oh, I've got ADHD. Oh, this is cool. What does this mean? Like you know that like kid mentality. You're like, blah, blah, blah. like oh, I'm calling everyone else. Like, oh, there's some different, and that's fine. Like good, but I would say um, really you know sitting down with them and like I said, strength based modeling, right? So starting with the positives um so 
I don't know, Halo Dude, like, Halo Dude, tell them, keep going. Halo Dude, um, so, yeah, you know, you do have ADHD, um, but guess what? People with ADHD tend to be really creative and have all these great ideas and think outside of the box and change the world and do these amazing things. But the thing is, we just have to make sure, because some things are a little bit harder for people with ADHD, that we put stuff in place to make sure that, those things don't get in the way of your ability to do good in the world and to make a difference and things like that. That is a strength-based approach as opposed to don't effing do that because you're causing problems. And it's about reinforcing that positivity. Um, I wouldn't even, you know, if it was me and it was my child, I wouldn't even mention the things that they are quote unquote going to do because of their ADHD. A, because they might not do those things um, because ADHD is presents differently in everyone. And B, like, I don't know if anyone remembers being a kid, but if, if someone put an idea in my head, it was in my head. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, okay, cool, I'll do that then. Um, so there's, like, as far as I think, there's no need to say, well, you know, you're going to be hyperactive or you interrupt people all the time. I think it, as a parent, and again, I'm not one, but my opinion is as a parent, your job is to, um, to take care of them, create those routines and systems and validate their experience and make them, like I said, feel seen, feel heard, and um, not focus on the negatives. Like any other child, if you, if you tell them what they do wrong <laughs> constantly, then first of all, they're gonna be feeling constantly criticized anyway. And second of all, then it becomes that internalized thing, right? Um, and it puts limitations on them because it's like, you can't do this because you're this. And that's what we, we really wanna try to avoid. But also, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a parent, but I, I do have some really cool, um, cool people in the ADHD community who do work with parents of kids with ADHD and are, to be honest, much more um, uh, capable of, of giving that advice than I am. And I'll send you their accounts afterwards and you can post them on your story or whatever and um, people can access them there because how passionate I am about ADHD and business and adulthood, they're as passionate about children, so that's absolutely phenomenal and please yes yeah, send those accounts over because of the more the more knowledge the more wealth in my opinion yeah that's it yeah I, I, I really appreciate that as well so kids are naturally curious they will do so if they get pinged of them um, if, if a teacher accidentally says what shouldn't happen but oh you've got ADHD you know you can't be throwing things like that around but if that does happen then kids are going to want to try and find out and they want to understand. So I think you've just said the best thing, you know, validate their experience, nurture them. They want that connection, validate their feelings and emotions. You, you oh, that's the place I pull when I'm sad. Is there anything you want to tell me? I, I would love to know, whatever. Um, but really focus, I really focus on the, um, the, the, the positive conditioning, if we were to use the word conditioning about what's associated with that, because you're dead right. There's so many famous people out there which have changed the world and they either have your idea. I'm not talking about the dyslexia, ADHD, all these things in this deficits. Not they're actually they are they are superpowers, and I think that's yeah, important exactly. for children to know. And just one other thing as well: um, if you, you yeah. know, if you are a parent of a child who's been diagnosed with ADHD, the chances are, um, you know, most parents are awesome. They're going to do that research and learn as much as they can. One thing I really do um, strongly advise is talking to their teachers. Because sometimes, you know, teachers in whatever the education system is, wherever it is, don't have that knowledge. And fair enough, they're not trained in that knowledge. I understand that. But like really actively going to the teacher and saying, this is what my daughter has. 
um, this is what she needs to perform the best. Can we put together a plan together to give her X, 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 so that she can do the best she can and also make your life easier as a teacher? I actually don't really care about that last bit, but I do think that, you know, you have to have a bit of schmoozing in there. <laughs> For our audience that are listening right now, you've just given us an absolutely glorious feedback sandwich to the teacher. <laughs> but it's cool though, isn't it? And and what you're doing is you're, you're essentially guiding, because the teacher hasn't been training this, so the parent is guiding the teacher to champion and positively reinforce all of the things that needs to be positively reinforced, like that creativity, that attention that they, that they, they can do. That, that I, I genuinely think every person that I've met with actually is caring and nurturing. I mean, look at you. You're giving us your time today, which is phenomenal. Um, oh, yeah, there we go. So Justin Timberlake, Paris Hilton, they have it. Um, Richard sure. Branson. <laughs> Richard Branson, 100%. Yeah, look at him. My guy's got his own yeah. island. Yeah, uh, yeah. Look, I mean, he's an entrepreneur, so he's like, you know, I'm like, I'm always like, Richard Branson got a story about <laughs> But there's so many, there's so many. And actually, you know, just to bring to another point, there's something that does um, does really irritate me about the ADHD entrepreneur space is that you can search across the internet as much as you want. It is so hard to find women ADHD entrepreneurs being championed. It is so hard. Um, people just don't write about it. And... Um, I don't know if that's the case of less women are talking about it, but I doubt it now, given the times and the social media and stuff. And it's, you know, again, it's all about being seen and validated. And I can tell you right now, 82% of my following on Instagram are women. 82%. That is phenomenal. Like, that's, that's completely unbalanced, which is, is weird. Um, so all that tells me is that there is a lot of ADHD women and a lot of ADHD business women, whether they're, you know, having ideas or wanting to take that step further. And yet they're not championed in the media. ADHD women in general aren't championed in the media. Um, and that's a problem. Like you never, I, 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 let me ask you this. Have you ever watched a TV show where a, a young girl has been diagnosed with ADHD? Can't remember. Can't remember. If, no, and I don't think I have, to be honest. Yeah. I think that's really important that you raise that point. Just to really give an emphasis on that number, eight, you said 83%, 82% of the women, yeah, following your account, 25,000, over 25,000 followers. Just people, just to give you an idea of how many followers are you've, you've actually got. Um, so that's also, what's more interesting about, like, my demographic, so, I like, my background's in marketing, so I know the usual demographics for Instagram. And um, my percentage of followers between 55 and 65 is higher than 18 to 25. Wow. Yeah, and again, mostly women. So there's that huge demographic there of um, women in you know that age range who are trying to learn about their ADHD. Mm. Well, maybe there's a way to shout about this, whether it be on so social media, which is what you're doing, or maybe it's maybe to get magazines and publishing stuff. So if there are any amazing ladies here that have been diagnosed or just feel like you have it, then yeah, shout about it, be accepting, talk about it a, bit, a little bit more. Um, I think that's. And, and I love the fact that you've raised that today because that, that's genuinely amazing. Why? Because essentially you're going to be role models for young girls that may be going through their confusion level, um, not knowing what they have, not knowing what they're capable of, um, judging themselves based on other people's criteria. Whereas if they had a role model such as you know, an, a, a lady who is or and has gone through that, then, oh my gosh, think of the service you're doing to that young mind. Well, and also, you know, it's fine. I'm posting a reel about this later today, but 
there's so many implications for how important it is to get young people diagnosed um, if they have ADHD. And one of them is um, around how it affects um, things like sex, right? So a lot of people know with ADHD that there's a trouble focusing in sex and so on and so forth. But also, I think it's really important to talk about the fact that um, people with ADHD often become sexually active younger than those without, for whatever reason, be that the impulsivity, be that the dopamine rush. And the thing is, if that, that means sexual education with ADHD, children needs to be happening earlier so that they have that to go into. They're also less likely to use protection. So if you put two and two together there, they're having sex earlier without protection and you know, adding on top of the fact that um, across a lifetime, those of ADHD are likely, you know, statistically will have double the amount of sexual partners of those without. Now I'm super sex positive. I, I think that's great. Like as far as I'm concerned, everyone should be doing that as much as they want to, as long as there's consent and they're comfortable and they're enjoying it. What concerns me is that they're doing it younger and without protection and without that sexual education. And like, there's just so much to take into account with younger ADHDs that just isn't even talked about. Like that is, it's just not talked about and it needs to be. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see why there needs to be such a taboo around sex. That sex is wonderful. Sex is a great, great thing. We need to do that to have babies and procreate, but also have that connection with another human being. There's, for me, for me personally, having sex with somebody is a gift. It is yeah. a truth. You're letting yourself completely be vulnerable with another person. You're letting yourself go. Your, your true intimate self is being with another person, which is giving their true intimate self to you. And it's an act of unionship, not not taboo or oh you had sex oh. no it's nothing like this doesn't matter but agree 100 percent. let's educate earlier so we can understand how to help a child make um or guide them towards a decision that's going to be a lot more positive um and life uh, fulfilling for them it, so yeah. that you nailed it Harry. i didn't even think about that that's that's perfect you don't because you don't do you because you don't cause, and i'll tell you why you don't it's not talk, talked about Exactly. Like, why would you? Like, why? Why would you? Like, that's such an abstract connection to make. And the only reason, like, <laughs> I made it is because it fascinates. Like, yeah. I'm literally so obsessed with ADHD and and learning how to best manage it and what needs to change to get rid of the stigma and how to protect anyone from a four year old to a 124 year old diagnosed with ADHD. So I come across this stuff and I love it. And it, you know, I spend ages learning about it. But it is in like the deep dark realms of the internet. Like I'm talking like Google. Has anyone ever made it to the third page of Google? Because if you haven't, you haven't seen it. <laughs> well, what's that? What's that thing? Is it? Is it just for audience? Is it DuckDuckGo or something? Or is there a new search that's not filtered by the government or anything like that? So I think it's called DuckDuck. I don't know. I'll say when I find out what it is. It was doing talking about on Joe Rogan. I'll send that over to you um, because apparently that's not been um, filtered or played with by yeah. the. Great. That would make a huge difference. Because and that's another thing. There's a lot of um, you know, there's I mean, there's some really good, really like big scale ADHD resources out there. So for anyone looking, there's attitude. Um attitude. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um like additude.com. Um they just they have seen that they have so much information from so many different perspectives. I have like a lot of respect for them for what they do. Um, and then there's like Chad and then like in Australia, there's ADSD Australia. I'm sure that'd be the same across the board, mm -hmm. but also there's so many people who are, you know, independently writing about ADHD or talking about ADHD that, that don't make it into that search because why would they, that, you know, they have no 
no um, accolade or whatever. Um, and it gets missed. And some of the stuff is really, really fascinating. Some of it's really boring. And that's another problem that some of the stuff written about ADHD is from like Harvard Medical Journal. And honestly, I just don't think they see the irony in writing stuff that boring designed somebody with ADHD or at least talking about them because I'm trying to read through that. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would struggle. Definitely. I'm really, I, when I read a book, I just drift off into dreamland and read a half a paragraph and completely forgot what was in. So I had to go, I have to go back and reread it. <laughs> you and me both. You and me both. Yeah. Oh, so it is. Yeah. James, thank you, buddy. Duck, duck, go. It's called and ADHD Australia. That's, that's wonderful. So, um, a bit of advice is there, which is you've actually answered my next question, which was where can people go? And I think you've just nailed it. So that, that's, that's wonderful. And obviously, make sure you're following this amazing lady. So I just want to give my audience just a town now. If, if, you, if you're not familiar with, with, um, with IG Live, you can actually follow people on here. So if any of what Ari said today has impacted you or think, you know what? No, I, just, I haven't got HD, but I just want to support people with it. Give her a follow. Check her out. Um, so, so what? So, first of all, two things. I mean, what? Where can people get you? And are you offering anything at the moment to help people out? And and who? And yeah, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me too many questions at once because I'll forget what order they were in. Um, <laughs> so, the first one, like, where can people reach out? Um, message me on Instagram. So, even if you, whoever messages me, I'll always reply. Sometimes it takes me um, a few days because I'm busy with business stuff, or because like I, I get a lot of messages. But um, there's never a message I won't reply to. I, I think building community is so important. So if you just literally have a question about ADHD, message me. It will sit in my request. I will get there. Um, it just takes a little bit of time, but I will. So please feel free. Um, and in terms of what I have coming up, I'm actually um, haven't announced this to anyone yet. So that's just for you now, I guess. Um, on the 21st of February, Australia time, um, I'm trying to think what time yeah. it will be in the UK. Probably inconvenient. PM, I'd imagine, but there'll be a recording anyway. Um, I'm going to host a free webinar uh, masterclass. I don't really know the differences between those two um, on something called the one page business plan. And essentially, it will give you the most ADHD friendly, simple, and effective way to plan and launch a business off one piece of paper. Um, and it's going to be absolutely free to attend. And um, there's two reasons I'm doing it. The first one is um, I just hit 25,000 followers, which is insane. That's insane. And I, I want to give back. And the second reason is I have a membership and um, I don't want people to join my membership just off the back of what they see on Instagram. I want to show them the value that, that comes in that and what I can give to them too uh, in a place where they don't have to feel like they have to commit. So it's like, here's what this is, you know, a bit of what I can do for you. It's totally free. There's not an obligation, but if it's working for you, then we can talk more about the membership. And not only... <laughs> <laughs> that was it you've nailed it that was that was that was <laughs> give anything to offer people at the moment which is which is phenomenal and to be honest the amount of hearts that you're getting is is incredible so it's all well and good having 25,000 followers yay to you but are they true fans and are you giving back to them and are you serving them the whole point of social media in my opinion is to be a creative not a consumer and you are as i can see right now the amount of attention, the amount of love, the amount of external validation, which you don't need, but it's lovely to have because you're very independent. Out of it's about right. time. Yeah. <laughs> Should have seen me in school. Uh, yep. But no, yeah. And, and you know what? I, I, I so appreciate it. 
I'm, I'm, I've been blown away by, by the support on my Instagram. Oh, it's, it's like, like I'm humbled. I can't, I, I can't believe it. Like it's, it's just, it's phenomenal. And, um, and I, you know, the thing that matters the most to me really is I get, I get messages from people who will say something as, as simple as like, you've really helped me today or, you know, anything along those lines. And like, I wake up to those messages and like, I, I can't think of a, a, a better life lived than a life where, you know, I am helping people who are struggling through an experience that I have struggled with in the past. I can't see any more purpose in, in a, in a life than, than something as simple as that. And it just, I'm honored to, to, to be driven by that and to, to live that experience is, it's pretty crazy to be honest, Dale. <laughs> it's pretty mental. Well, like I said, you're a weirdo and guess what? Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> and then, Serious note, because weirdos change the world, and you're doing that. You're weird based on some of the people's or society's standards, because you shouldn't be doing this. This is weird to do what you do on Instagram and, and be an ADHD entrepreneur. That wasn't a job title at school, was it? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, that's another thing, actually, as well. Um, I'm about to launch um, a buy one, give one thing on my membership. I just have to sort out a few details, where for every time somebody signs up for my membership, I want to give a free version of the membership to somebody under 18 um yes. so that they can see if entrepreneurship is for them because again ADHD you know they <laughs> they the traditional education is not something that works but you know maybe if we can expose them to the idea of entrepreneurship at a younger age um maybe they won't have to struggle through that like you, I did and like you did and like so many other people did so those that sign up to you just need to tweak a few, a few things those that sign up to Ari's program the membership you are also serving another life, a younger life who will probably need that. That's phenomenal. So that that's probably, if you are on the edge or, or thinking about it, sitting on the fence, that's enough to be like, yep, team Ari, team Ari, team ADHD. Go. <laughs> well, I just, I just said, yeah, I just, I, it's just so important. To, like, honestly, it's just, so, I, you know, it comes from my own experience, as I said, and it's just so important to me that, like, these young ADHD kids get the opportunities that they need and that work for them and not just the ones presented to them that don't work for them and in a way that don't work for them. And um, one of the things that really struck me when I, I first started, you know, learning about all of this and this journey was that one of, there's two, there's two sort of um, places where ADHD people show up on a high percentage. Um, one of them is entrepreneurship, which is fantastic. The other one is jail. Wow. So yeah, exactly that. So we, like, I just I feel like you know, having been blessed enough to be in a situation to be on that positive side of that, trying to lower that number there of those young people coming up and pushing aside is just it's just something that's so important. Not just for me, for all of us, by the way. <laughs> like for all of us, <laughs> we we have a responsibility. <laughs> so. Yeah, and it's great coming from your lips as well because I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to see I. Would, would, a girl, would a young girl want to listen to the menstrual cycle from me or another woman? Obviously another woman, you know, but, and, and they've, because they've lived it. You've lived this. So they, they want to hear from you, not some, some, some person sitting down behind a thing and just doing a drawing of them and stuff, you know? Um, okay. I'm blown away. This is, this is so phenomenal. This is so going to go on the podcast. Well, it was anyway, but it definitely is now. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that life podcast but the last question is if you had a magic wand and you could put in 
one sentence into every single person's brain in the whole world. I didn't prepare you for this, by the way, everybody. Yeah, well, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> put you on the spot. If you could put one sentence into every single person's brain in the world, what would that sentence be and why? Okay, it would probably be stop putting so much faith in fear and so much fear in faith. And the reason it would be that is because we are, you know, as humans in the world that we live in currently, we're really settled in um, being frightened and, and, you know, being assuming the worst outcome will happen and, and believing that, but really... Um, really do we do the flip side of that and truly believe that um, the good will happen. And I think, you know, there's a, a phrase and it's not mine, but it's without fear, there is no bravery. And I think that it's incredibly true. And anytime that there's something that comes up that, you know, is scary to me, like being on Instagram Live is scary to me, like making Instagram content is scary to me. And um, especially when I first started out and um, in that moment, it's like, you know, without fear there is no bravery like just remember that and like it's pretty sexy to be brave you know like it's it's a pretty good thing and it just really calms me so yeah that would definitely be it and i, I hope it helps somebody else i love that and you just i say this i say um fear has a big brother and his name is courage or whatever um it, it could be big brother, big sister but it's it for me big brother because i'm a man um, but fear has a big brother, and his name is courage. You can't have fear with if, without walk. You can't have courage without walking through the door of fear. So you've just absolutely just crushed it. I love that so much. Oh, my God! No, I'm glad there was a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you. How phenomenal was that, everybody? Let's let's give Ari some hearts, please. Come on, she just absolutely smashed what's, that. What's yours, what's, what's yours? Like if you had if you had that same wand and um, and you had that ability, what would yours be? Well, off the top of my head, there's no fear without faith. And this, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so original. <laughs> so, oh my god. So I am still building mine. Oh, Nina, hey Nina, Nina's what viewing. I am still building mine, but mine would be to operate with the opposite of self consciousness. Meaning you don't, you don't care. You don't not you don't care. You don't mind what people think about you. You just go and be you. And just live your exciting life. So operate the opposite of self-consciousness. But I'm still kind of weak in that one, yeah. So it doesn't matter what you've had, what people call about you, people project onto you, hurt people, hurt people. So just take it on board, see that it comes from reflection, and do what makes you happy. Because essentially we're all after the same thing on this planet, happiness. But we just go about it in different ways. Some people it's destructive. Some people it's it's productive as it were um so i, I want to do another one of these with you because this is this is what i'll do it i'll try an hour but obviously we can't <laughs> because yeah. it just it genuinely it feels like we've been only been speaking for like literally five minutes it's been I don't, 40, well, how long have we been speaking i don't even notice 40 minutes apparently <laughs> how long 43 minutes it's crazy <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I generally thought it was like like ten minutes to be honest. Um, that's, just, that's good though. That means we had a really good conversation. So I, I love that. That's amazing, and I think that, you know, I want to do more. If that's okay with you, 
Yeah, yeah, definitely, yep. definitely. Um, but yes. like, um, I need to give you my WhatsApp so you don't miss me on Instagram so that I don't get the times wrong or miss it. So we're going to sort that out afterwards. So you have a direct contact to me to just keep calling me until I do it. So. <laughs> awesome. Cool. All right, Legend. Well, thank you so much for giving us your precious time. Everybody listen to this. You were absolutely phenomenal. You've got such a wonderful, kind, caring, beautiful audience that you created yourself and they're giving back and you're giving to them. Join Ari's community. That sounds phenomenal because you're going to give it to somebody else as well. And check out her webinar as well. Um, you're doing a, a reel about that today. So check that out and, and just see if oh, you're doing a reel today about something. The reel is about um, ADHD and sex. <laughs> the webinar oh, is not it's definitely <laughs> Well, I think it's sexy, but that's not the, the, the entire goal. Um, yeah. The webinar, like, if you follow me, I'll be talking, like, it's probably Monday I'll start talking about it constantly on my Instagram. So you'll hear about it. Um, and as I said, it's totally free. It's amazing. Follow Ari. She's amazing. Do it now. Um, cool. <laughs> right. Thank you, Legend. Thank you for your time. This has been phenomenal. You've changed, You've tweaked and gave me so many different perspectives. It's phenomenal. So thank you. No, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Dale. This has been the best 10 to 45 minutes of my life. <laughs> no, it's been really nice. I'm, I'm like, yeah, it, normally I like lose interest in lives after 10 minutes. So I'm super impressed that we've been going for this long. So it must be something you're doing. <laughs> well, it's the shiniest sign just there that you can't read because it's backwards. Um, but it's supposed to say young life. <laughs> Maybe it's that. <laughs> a lot of stimulus back here, a lot of stimulus. <laughs> You can get. You should ask them to make you one that works. Why wouldn't they make one that works? But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Hey, inappropriate neon signs. Yeah, Literally. Backwards, backwards signs. Entrepreneur idea. Done. You Problem solved. <laughs> Sweet, white right, legend. I'll catch you later. Have a wicked rest of your day in Australia, and I'm gonna have a wicked rest of my day. In Enjoy that water and all the. Bye, buddy.